Hello, <clears throat> I am Luis Muleto, and this is where weekly I, <clears throat> wow, I don't know what happened with my throat, sorry about that, where well, weekly record me, myself just kind of pondering what happened during the week by going through my written notes, going kind of through my calendar, and kind of highlighting everything depending in different categories. So this past week, it was kind of a slow week. And as far as my calendar goes, not much, no many appointments, just a couple of things for work. So I was able to, you know, get home in a decent time and take care of some chores around the house. Not, many, not much activity outside of that. Just really took it, I was kind of feeling a little bit under the weather earlier this week. Which is something that I should have written in my notes, but I did not. So therefore I was trying to, in the evenings I was just trying to stay home since it was still kind of rainy. And I didn't want to get any further sick, so I was able to kind of control it by staying in the house, just kind of concentrated, going to work, maybe getting some, drinking some tea, which usually works for me. As far as the physical health, well, as I mentioned, I was kind of sick earlier this week, but I'm still continuing on my phase one for Ideal Protein Phase One. I think I'm gonna do it another for another week, just to kind of finish things off nicely and not just kind of end things kind of abruptly i like to kind of get a self landing get a at least a week since it takes and the reason why i want to do more than a week is because it takes about four days for your body to get into a ketosis state or at least that's the way for me i've heard that there's other ways that individuals are getting to ketosis earlier maybe by doing some i don't know if the right term is supplementation by by taking I think ketones and some kind of other supplements, and they get into a ketotic into ketosis before you know a couple of days. But for me, the way I do it, it takes about four days. So now I've only been you know less than a week technically in ketosis. So I, at least with two weeks, I can say that at least I was in in a ketosis state a week plus. And I'm not trying to you really just gain a lot, well actually lose a lot of weight. I'm just trying to get back to a point that whenever I get, gain my glycogen, meaning the water weight, quote unquote, that I'm back at my target weight. So if I gain my water weight now, because that's the first thing that you lose whenever you go into phase, in, into phase one, into ketosis, that's the first thing that your body's going to get rid of is that extra water. That's why the first week is a major drop because you're getting your body's getting rid of that water. So, but that water you're going to gain it back because of water that is in your muscles. And there's nothing like your muscles are going to ache or anything like that. That's just really a natural thing because it's, it's a self-defense mechanism for your body. So as I start consuming, as I normally do, as far as not trying to lose weight, more as I'm trying to maintain weight, my body is going to kind of start gaining that water back. Therefore, some of my pounds will come out, might come back. Uh, maybe I think it's like four to six pounds, depending on how many carbs I do during the first week and how fast I ramp, ramp that up. So after that, you know, six pounds, now I want to be at a my target weight. So therefore, the reason why I want to do another week, I was kind of long-winded, but I felt like I explained that for some reason. As far as mental mental health, and I'm also adding spiritual health. And the spiritual part was after chatting about it with my therapist, 
a therapist counselor. I just call him Les. So this week was a kind of uncomfortable session, but not in a bad way with Les, uh, which is my therapist counselor. And uh, things just got a. It, it, I just really got in, was put in the spot. And I think Les was not as PC as he usually is. I think he's kind of sick of my BS. In a good way, he he's seeing, you know, from his perspective as somebody that I'm going there to talk to, and as a third party, he's seeing that he needs to be a little more upfront and straight with me. And I appreciated that, but um, it was definitely a, quite a sudden change, of kind of a hard right. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely from that. Really, what I got is that I just need to stand proud of who I am, and whenever I'm presenting myself, I need to have a a strong sense of pride. As far as that, I'm I'm worth the conversation. I'm worth meeting the person, I'm worth the opportunity, whatever happens to be the situation, I'm worth it. That I'm, the fact that I am personally choosing to be second, therefore I'm choosing to allow somebody in front of me, some things of that nature, I for because of my choosing, not because of the, I deserve it. And that's been my battle, is that I always put myself as I deserve to be second for a lot of things. And therefore, my wants, I never prioritize them. So if you ask me what I want to do, I'm really lost for words because my, I, I cannot tell you what I want to do because all I'm thinking is, I just want to do what you want to do. And that's not, and I hate to use the word healthy, but that is not really sustainable for me to keep going about that way. And that's the way that I've been going about my life. And at this moment, it's just something that is, it's become really a roadblock that if I want to move on and become stronger and <clears throat> be in a strong individual that deserve that deserves to be with somebody and you know be in relationships, um, friendships, and all that, I need to have that strong sense that I I'm, I need to be proud of where I've done, where I'm at, you know, my past in the past. Now what? I, I, that's the thing. You know, yes, I did something. I, I, you know, I fell and I fail at that, or I fail at this, and I could have done better than that. But now what? What's the next step? Now that we know that, what is the next step? As far as money, this week, and this ties in a little bit on the reading part. I took a deep dive into Mr. Money Mustache. This is not the first time that I, that I've stumbled upon him. I think the first time actually. He came for whenever he was a guest on the Art of Manliness podcast. And this is years ago. Uh, so I took a, a look at his at his web, at his website and I saw a couple of articles and a couple of things really chimed in. And I think in the background that's all that's something that I never forgot about. Uh, kind of the same thing that I why I listen to Dave Ramsey still or Stacking Benjamins. A lot of these podcasts and sources resources that talk money but they're also trying to you know it's for fin personal finances right so i definitely took a a deep dive there um i can't recall what made me um oh i remember now it was an episode of stacking benjamins where the guests are 
there were basically they were talking about their new film playing with fire which is fire in this case means um financial independence retirement retire early which is a movement that a lot of people have been talking about for the last really year or more or so where individuals are are in say well and really it's kind of hard for someone i've heard so many different definitions of it but the objective is for people they retire early but in our reality is the financial independence part is the biggest part the retirement early comes because you have that financial independence first meaning the job that you're doing to pay your bills you choose to do it because if you want to do it if you enjoy it to pay your bills you don't need that job you might not need to actually have a job depending on how well you save and prepare for it a lot of people reach financial independence in 10 years because they save really very aggressively especially in comparison to how most people save which is nothing and i'm more in that boat than the fire in the movement and the reason why i've kind of took a deep dive in money mr money mustache and really just kind of give me a renewed energy to keep pushing to pay off my debt to really kind of change how i'm influencing my family and this is something that i'm struggling with what is my why because this is it's not going to be easy but i need to have a why in my mind as in what is my why and um my why is well right now i don't have any kids so i can't say oh it's because of my kids you know my wife she's pretty independent so she doesn't need me she's an individual but so i need to have a stronger why than that so why is it i want to be an influence to my family and my nieces and nephews and my brothers you know my parents maybe they're a little they're, they're already in in cruise control they're a little past uh i might influence them a little bit later on maybe as they hit as they're in retirement or in some kind of little way but i really want to take a chance with my brothers and my sister and my nieces and nephews and to show them there's an alternative because i didn't know there was an alternative until i'm too until i was too old until i was in my t late 20s i was in my 30s i already had bought a brand new vehicle after i got of college when i had debt already thankfully i didn't have student loan debt because i i was i really consider myself lucky um and really privileged that my education was cheaper way cheaper than what you find in the in the states in puerto rico the, the credit hours are cheaper um so i didn't have i only had credit card debt and i'll say only because i'm just actually i did have a student loan um come not with like five thousand dollars so ten thousand dollars in debt let's just say round number but then i went ahead and got a new car that i didn't that i didn't i couldn't afford and that's the thing i and that's the things i didn't know there was an alternative you know my parents didn't know that there was an alternative or alternative so i'm now to the point that i know there's an alternative and i cannot look past it so what i want to do with that is you know, I can say that I can influence everybody I meet, but that just sounds kind of like very ostentatious and kind of like easy and it just really hard to, it's, it's hard to focus on it. So therefore it's, it's almost like it doesn't mean anything because it's so wide and so open. But if I say I want to influence when every time that my brother sees me, my sisters see me, um, you know, my nieces and nephew, they see me and they see that it's something different. It's like, man, 
Uncle Luis, hey, Luis is doing something different. You know, he could be spending his money on this, but he's choosing not to. Why not? Why is he doing it different? And as they, and that really, I'm trying to bring that in and build upon it as being a stronger why for, for why I'm doing this. Um, as far as reading, really, I took a deep dive on Mr. Money Mustache. So I, I, I read a couple of his articles. I, I cannot say that I drank the Kool-Aid because I haven't done as drastic as a move as, you know, to, to, to take things to the extreme. But I can tell you that I already, I'm, I took a, uh, the step that I took this past week really was to make a big payment on a credit card that I want to get rid of. I didn't ha I had a small balance in there and in our reality, I could have paid off on it. But one article that really stuck with me is, you know, having savings and saving cash while you have, but you're, but you're acquiring debt while debt is piling up at a higher rate than what you're saving it just doesn't make any financial sense it just does not and that's just whenever I, and i've seen some other articles that really have stuck with me and i might just need to write those down and, and record them in this conversation in this well this monologue but it is the fact that I'm saving out a, you know, right now, they are, I'm really getting below average, so I should look for a better savings account, but, you know, less than 1%, I think is that's where I'm at right now. And some of my credit card debt is, you know, the average, what, 13 14%? Now, in what, where does that make sense? That you're saving money for a rainy day, yet you're having, acquiring debt at a higher interest. So it doesn't make any math sense. Now, yes, I was to the point as of what if I lose my job? Well, at least I'll have some money to swing by with that. Why don't I just swing by for a couple of weeks? And that is true. That is still something that is uh, some kind of a fear of me is losing my job because I never, I've never been without a job. It is still part of my identity to have a job. Uh, and when that happens, it's, it might be a mental struggle. I, I know and I trust myself that I will survive and I will stand and we'll move on, but I'm going to take a hit. But I'm also thinking, okay, I've worked with this company for this long. I have, you know, thankfully, and I have, a, you know, because of the time that I spend, I will have a, a some kind of a severance package, which should take me on for a little bit. And I'm not going to drain all my savings um, because I want to have something in there. But I don't need to have as much as I was thinking I needed to have. So that was definitely a step as far as money that I took. Audio. Uh, I've been enjoying the Swagger station on Pandora. Oh, actually, well, Pandora, I've actually been Spotify. I haven't used Pandora in, in months. It's a mixture of the Black Keys, Hosher, and Bishop Briggs. It's kind of like dark, grungy, a lot of bass, guitar, acoustics. I, I don't know. I've been really feeling that. For podcasts, I have a couple this that I liked this week. Uh, the Minimalist, I have two episodes. One, it was a, what they call a quickie, which is like a four-minute episode. When do you stop comparing yourself to your idols? And the other one was actually the total opposite. It was one of their maximal episodes, which is they're almost two hours. At least this one in particular was about two hours. And it was with singer songwriter and really sounds like a cool guy because i, I would the, the, the dynamic in the podcast was really good 
Sometimes, you know, you can tell it's fours because they really don't, there's some things that they don't match, but the minimalist guys and Matt, Matt Nathanson, really, it, were, it seems like they were on the same page, and it was really fun, and it was insightful. They were talking a lot of, a lot of really personal things like sadness and happiness, and really, it was really useful. I really enjoy that. Another episode was a Tim Ferriss show episode with Derek Sivers, which was a number 125 which was an old episode that they were just getting reposted or or just kind of pushing it out there. And the other one, the other episode that I liked was for the Knowledge Project, which is from the Farner Street blog, Farner Street website, farnerstreet.com. This is popping uh, the filter bubble, and it was a lot of privacy. It was with the founder, I think it's founder and CEO of DuckDuckGo, which is a um, is a oof is I don't know how to say Google but private but it is a search engine that's the word uh, the you know, looking for is a search engine that does not track you does not keep information on you basically in summary is it's a private search engine it's called DuckDuckGo. As far as next week, uh, it's a short week, as a short work week because of the holiday. So we'll see what other kind of projects I get into as far as trying to stay busy and not get too bored around the house. And I think that kind of summarizes. I think I spoke kind of quick. I need to slow down a little bit. So if anybody else aside from myself is listening to this in the future, hopefully... You got some, you're getting something out of this, and if you're and that you had a good week, and that you have a good upcoming week, and if it's just me listening to this in the future, I hope that you're doing well, and I hope that things are doing well, and I hope that you have a good week.